0: Have been related to cardiovascular problems and many more systemic issues. So, I think it is something that needs to be emphasized, and I think there needs to be more awareness about the importance of oral care because it really does impact, impact your whole body's condition.
1: Hello, this is the Doctor Is In podcast, here to talk about health topics by healthcare students and their relevance to young professionals just like us. My name is Ben Martin, and I'm a second year physical therapy student at the University of Iowa.
2: My name is Nathan Seberg, and I'm also a second year physical therapy student at the University of Iowa. Today, we're going to talk about disparities in dental care provided for those with and without dental insurance. We're also going to have a brief conversation about some resources for those without dental insurance. To talk about this, here is Arshi Munjal. Arshi is a second year dental student at the University of Iowa. Welcome.
0: Hi, my name is Arshi Moonjal, and um, I just recently wrote a piece for the Doctors in about dental health insurance and how there is a lot of discrepancy uh, between patients with and without dental insurance and some resources for students to access if they're looking for some dental care.
2: Also. Yeah, we loved your piece. Uh, can you kind of briefly talk about how without dental insurance, like how much would a routine cost uh, routine cleaning costs for example here at the U
0: yeah so um, well I can kind of start with private and then go on to the University or in the college of dentistry um, so in general in a public setting or in a private setting there is a large discrepancy for people who are insured versus uninsured um, if you go to a dental office suppose um, if you don't have insurance then a cleaning can cost up to ninety to one hundred and twenty dollars without insurance and that's actually a lot of money just to get your teeth cleaned especially if it's expected twice a year as dentists recommend Um, and it's usually free for people that have insurance. Um, The nice thing about coming to the U usually those costs are cut in half Um, working with faculty or students getting those cleanings done so that's a huge advantage but in general for people without insurance that can be tough especially if you're not close to a university setting or close to a free dental clinic in your community
1: i see listed you talked briefly about the university of iowa dental college Mm -hmm. how does that compare with you talked about the iowa mission of mercy and free clinics of iowa how does like the kind of the rate there yeah
0: so iowa mission of mercy is actually a Kind of a nonprofit organization that works to provide free cleanings um, or free um, care, like restorations, or if you have like a cavity to get a filling. Um, so that happens once a year, and that's usually pretty popular in Iowa. Um, I attended in twenty fifteen to volunteer, and it was it was in a in the U.S. Cellular Center in Cedar Rapids, and it was completely full of people that had come from all over iowa um the tough part about that is usually the wait but um this year i know that they started um with covid and everything doing cleanings in different parts around iowa so there's certain offices that are offering free care and you can set up an appointment with them in advance
1: cool that sounds like a great service mm-hmm. um so what profit prompted you to write about the specific topic? so was there like just like noticing like things around you when you're doing dental care, or is there a specific event that kind of prompted you to talk about this?
0: Um, so before dental school, I was kind of shadowing a lot of dentists around Cedar Rapids, and I tried to go and see dental care in different settings. Um, and I guess the main thing that I noticed was uninsured patients would usually only seek care when there was something that was bothering them. Whereas if patients were insured, they usually went routinely because it was free for them. And I think that is one of the biggest things about people with insurance versus not having that is you only go when it's a necessity. And usually when they go, their treatment options are presented to them, and they opt for the cheapest option for obvious reasons, but um, oftentimes that is not the safest option. For example, if somebody has a has a cavity in one of their molars um they might choose the cheapest option which would be removing that tooth but that causes a lot of other issues in the mouth so even though you're removing the cavity um that's going to cause other problems with your occlusion and the surrounding teeth are probably going to shift with that tooth being missing so i think that is like what prompted me is just noticing these trends and it bothered me that just because somebody doesn't have money they can't get the best care for their oral health.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. I know Nathan and I see similar things in the physical therapy realm, you know. Um, conversations with patients turn, like, not so much as, like, the best care we can provide, but, like, rationing care <laughs> and, like, rationing the resources that patient has, so.
0: Yeah, and often what happens is, so if someone's only coming when it's their tooth is hurting, it's already progressed to a point where it's probably inflamed, so that's already in such a bad spot, whereas with patients insurance, because with insurance because they have that access, it usually doesn't even get that far. So it's much more preventative care with people with insurance.
2: Yeah, in your article, you talked about just the kind of the percentage of adults that don't have dental insurance. And we hear so frequently about uninsured people with health insurance in general. Um, Why do you think there's kind of that separation? Because I believe from looking at statistics, there's more people without dental insurance actually than there are without health insurance, which seems like a bigger deal to me.
0: Yeah, um, I'm actually not sure why this discrepancy exists. I think it's because people think that, you know, if you're going to the, I think people value their, like going to their primary care provider or getting medical insurance more because they think that you know, teeth are replaceable, you can get them fixed, but I think people don't realize how important it is until something happens. Um, but yeah, people go to their doctors every year for checking blood levels or or different like physical, just to keep up with that. But it seems like the teeth is something that is usually put on the back burner. Um, but it really is important. The mouth is the area that and, like things enter your body that um, have been related to cardiovascular problems and many more systemic issues. So I think it is something that needs to be emphasized and I think there needs to be more awareness about the importance of oral care because it really does impact, impact your whole body.
1: And that's actually a really great segue into kind of our next question and people not actually pursuing care. So. What would you say to a student who comes up to you and says, whenever I go to the dentist, they say my teeth look good, so I didn't really think that I needed to keep going every six months. What would you say to them on why maybe they should be going every six months and not just, like, whenever they have a problem?
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's really common with people who are brushing and flossing every day. Um, But the truth is, like, even if you are brushing and flossing every day, there is a high chance that you are probably missing the same spot every day or something because you're so... In your routine. Um, People who brush and floss are still prone to plaque and tartar accumulation so when you go every six months you don't realize it but when you're getting that check they are removing some leftover plaque in areas that you might have missed and that's what's actually preventing you from getting cavities. So especially if people have like ortho appliances and other things in their mouth that will accumulate plaque and even if you're going to the orthodontist and like getting your braces changed, that those are still areas of um, accumulation of bacteria, which even though you're going every six months, you're preventing gum disease, which can happen very easily if you don't keep up with your dental um, appointments Uh, other things that people that are checked in these these, um, appointments are gingivitis, like I mentioned. Um, also, the fluoride treatments that you get is actually reversing enamel demineralization that happens on a daily basis when you're eating sugar, etc. so that's preventing cavities. Um, also, when you go to an appointment, they're checking for wear and things that you probably wouldn't realize is happening, like some people grind in their sleep and they don't really realize that until they visit the dentist and you can see the wear on your teeth and to avoid that from getting worse, and those are just a few reasons what happens on those cleanings that I think people don't really realize, and so it's mostly just to prevent things from happening in the future, and that's why that's important.
1: Um, I have a like a tooth orthosis, um, in my front teeth, and that's like the thing that dentist says to me like every time is that like mm-hmm. I always have plaque buildup around that no matter how much yeah. I like floss around it and brush it, even though I'm not super consistent, but mm-hmm. I pay the extra attention to that, and I still get plaque. So <laughs> I think a lot of students. Yeah probably have similar things that are important
0: that I fall in love with. Yeah, oral cancer is another one that, you know, you would never mm-hmm. know a cancerous lesion in your mouth or your lymph nodes, but
1: dentists yeah, check
0: that. I never know what that would say.
2: <laughs> so we just kind of want to get a future dentist perspective on the importance of using a toothpick versus like floss, and then how does gum affect our overall mouth health?
1: Yeah, the follow-up. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I remember my orthodontist used to tell me, like, do you ever watch Kirk Ferentz in the game? I was like, yeah. And he's like, he's always chewing gum. And I want you to think about that as, like, a good way to help keep your gums clean. And I just thought that was crazy. And I also have family members who are huge toothpick advocates and they use of flossing, which mm-hmm. I think is probably not the same thing. <laughs> but I just kind of want to get your opinion. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, I want to preface with saying that flossing is – the most ideal to clean your way to clean your teeth because it's safe it's small it gets to all of the places in your mouth uh, so i'll start with toothpicks okay. toothpicks <laughs> are the reason that toothpicks are not ideal for cleaning in between your teeth is because so between each of our teeth we have gum in between like our gums and the part that extends up between our teeth is called a papilla so when you're sticking a toothpick so think about the end of a toothpick versus a piece of floss like the floss is so much thinner when you take a toothpick and you're sticking it in between your teeth you're actually damaging that papilla because of how rough it is and the size of it it would damage the area between your teeth so that's why flossing is more ideal than a toothpick because just because of the sheer size of it um to chewing gum so chewing gum is good if you're using sugar-free gum Uh, But what chewing gum does is it increases the saliva production and the more saliva you had the more basically like fluid is running through your mouth and that's clearing out your teeth whether you realize that or not. So that's why chewing gum can be good. uh, Just to clear out things from lunch, things from snacks, Um, but sugar, gum with sugar is not good for your teeth because you're actually just exposing it to more. Bacteria and or the bacteria feeds on the sugar from the gums. So that's gonna increase your chances of getting cavities um, But gum can be a problem for people that have maybe TMJ issues because it can activate those extensively and it can make your jaw hurt basically if you have TMJ issues, but it's good for the average person just to clear out your mouth and
2: you've shared with us what is one take-home message that you would have for students that read that and are now listening to you live
0: yeah Um, I guess the take-home would be you know oral care is self-care it is extremely important to make time for your oral health just like it's important to make time for your mental health or physical health Um, it should be a place you should you need to find a place for that in your life and If that's a challenge, there are so many resources out there for you to help financially, or if you just don't know where to begin, the dental school is a great place to start, especially if you're in the Iowa City community. Um, There are people there that are looking to help you. There are social workers there that want to find ways for you to get access to oral care, and that includes finding a ride for you, finding a time that works for you. Um, So I guess my take-home is just, You have to do it, so you have to find a way to do it. And there are options out there when you start looking. The ones I listed in my article are just a few of the ways that you can find cheaper care to oral health. Um, But it's important to stay on top of it, because you only get one set of permanent teeth in your life. And the better you take care of them early on, the better it will be for your future.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Before we go, we have one more question for you. This is a new question that we're asking all of our guests just to get one last take. Uh, The question is, who would win in a fight 250 angry chickens or a polar bear?
0: Hmm. 250? Honestly, just by sheer numbers, I would say... The chickens, because I feel like they'd be really annoying.
2: Just by looking at your overall height, I would say <laughs> you were going to go with the chickens. So
0: I am 5'2", this is true. Small but mighty chickens. <laughs>
2: well, perfect. Thank you for joining us as our first guest on the podcast, and um, the first article, the second article of the year.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, thank and you. Uh, be sure to check out our Doctors and in- um, page, which has the links to all those resources that Archie talked about today, and you can check them out.
0: Thank you. Um, I just also want to say um, there probably won't be polar bears left if we don't take care of our environment, so Absolutely let's do that. Climate change changes